This is James Montgomery, and this is primarily pro football talk. And I was just feeling like talking about the NFC West right after talking about the NFC East. So, NFC West, we have Seattle, 4 0. You got the Rams, 3 1. Got the Niners and the Cardinals at two and two apiece. Now, Cardinals obviously have a more impre- well. I don't know if it's more impressive two wins, but I'm gonna put them a l- little above the Niners just because they beat them, right? So, Niners are in last place in the NFC West, which is kind of crazy because the Niners going into the season, everybody's like, "Well, that team's really freaking good." And then they lost everybody to injury. And Kyle Shanahan, without Jimmy Garoppolo, 7 and 21. We'll say it again. 7 and, actually, that's not true. 23. 7 and 23 now is Kyle Shanahan. So we're going to start there. We're going to start at the Niners, okay? Uh, two years ago. Uh, when Jimmy, so like Kyle Shanahan's first year, they were like one and eight. Jimmy comes on, they end up six and ten, right? Jimmy, Jimmy G. I had this personal vendetta with Jimmy G, right? Because he took out this porn star, and it was like public knowledge, right? It was like public knowledge that he went out with this porn star, and I was like, what in what, what world is a team? or a quarterback of an NFL team, like the most polarizing figure in entertainment. I can say that. Yeah, the most polarizing figure in entertainment is the NFL quarterback, starting NFL quarterback of a football team, right? Like literally, they're like CEOs of an organization when you really think about it. Like, you okay, you got the owner, right? They're like, I guess they're the CEO, right? Then you got the head coach who's like the – and the general managers are kind of equal, right? They're like the CFOs or COOs. Quarterback's pretty close to all of them. In ter- influential, influentially in a football organization, the quarterback is – I would even, he might even be higher than them in terms of influence, right? Because – He's kind of the reason why you win or lose. Almost. I'm not going to say that because there's a lot of other guys playing. But definitely the most important position in sports, right? Uh, and we, we can argue that for a while. But let's let's not argue. Let's just, let's just admit that being a quarterback is kind of a big deal. Everyone's watching you. He takes a porn star out. I lost a ton of respect for this guy, right? Now... Every you know, guys are guys, right? We're, uh, if, if if most guys get that opportunity, they're gonna do it, right? I I don't you know like the way I live my life, I don't really agree with that. Um, I guess if you're if you're not pursuing like a higher calling, I, I I don't see why you wouldn't. But you're the head of an organization. If you're gonna whatever you do on your own time, none of my business to be like I'm gonna get that straight right now. It's really none of my business that you're doing that. I'm a guy in Phoenix, Arizona, who's a math teacher for kids with autism. And I know that Jimmy Garoppolo went out with a porn star. That shouldn't happen. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that should not happen. What you do with your own time, none of my business. 
That shouldn't have happened. Lost a lot of respect. Lost a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan as well, running a ship like that, right? And so I had this, like, vendetta with them. And they were bad. Like, like they went 6-10, and 10, and then the next year Jimmy gets hurt, and they go 4-12 and 12 or something. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. They went 4-12. and 12, And then the next year Jimmy comes back, they go to the Super Bowl, right? It's kind of like a huge turnaround, right? And this year Jimmy's out. They have two wins. Both wins – Teams are combined 0-8. Not very impressive two wins. And like I said in my last podcast, I thought it was kind of funny that if they did win last week, it would have been a combined 0-11-1 on their three wins. So I actually did gain a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan going to the Super Bowl last year. His team is just, like, dominating. Like, you saw how they dominated the Packers in the conference title game. They just straight ran the Packers out of the building. Like everybody wanted to see the Seahawks again against the against the Niners, that would have been a really fun game, and the Seahawks could have beat them. And I don't even I don't know how the Seahawks are in games. I know Russell Wilson's Colin Coward's like my favorite dude. He he, he says Russell Wilson's the best football player in the world, and uh, it's hard to argue, right? In terms of just like total body, right? Obviously Patrick Mahomes probably a little better just in terms of talent, but not total body, right? Like, literally, Russell Wilson is the man, okay? Like, the the Seahawks have no business being on the field with the Niners last year, and yet they played both games with them and then would have played them again if they didn't lose to the Packers, right? So, anyway, so I gained I, – I did. I, I kind of bit my tongue. But this year is proving that Kyle Shanahan isn't as much of a genius as we think, okay? He's not. He has two wins, combined 0-8. Now, Jimmy's coming back tomorrow. They're probably going to win. Kyle Shanahan's very good when Jimmy Garoppolo's playing. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a lot better than I thought. Okay? So I'm biting my tongue with all that. I'm kind of – I'm not giving him a pass because I don't think I should know that information about the porn, going out with the porn star. I really shouldn't. But since he did, I still kind of don't put him up with, like, Tom Brady, and I never will thing okay so anyway yeah they're they're seven and 23 without jimmy garoppolo so jimmy jimmy garoppolo is pretty good next i got the cardinals now you know before we move on from the niners let's go ahead and let's just Pray for these injured athletes that they come back and then the Niners can compete for the division, which would be kind of cool because that division's really good. Division's really good. So, Lord, we just pray that these guys come back healthy. And I know Bosa's out, God. Oh, really good players out. Just pray, God, that he heals up. Amen. Okay. So, we got, um, we got, uh, who else we got? You got the Cardinals. So I live in Arizona. I like Cliffs Kingsbury. I'm going to be honest with you. See, that's a guy who he's a single guy, I think. I don't think he's married. Like that like I don't know anything about that guy's personal life. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. I shouldn't know. So that's good. That's good. I like him. You know what else I like? I like Kyler Murray. 
He's really freaking good. I think he's going to be really good. I think they're going to end up with like six or seven wins, right? But I haven't predicted before the year started eight and eight. But I think they're going to go like seven and nine. I'll give it like a seven and nine. Because I think, uh, yeah, I think they are coming back to reality. I think one of the, the Cardinals guy even said that. Yeah, we're, we're coming back to reality now. They're Both their safeties are out. Poor guy. Buda Baker's freaking stud out. Um, I think he might be back tomorrow. I, I didn't look at the report. But anyway, Niners. I mean, Niners and then the Cardinals. Cardinals beat the Niners. It'd be really cool to see the Cardinals, like, do something. But that division is so good. Like, the Rams... They're they're a little suspect, but they're still good, right? We we, we can all agree the Rams are good. Sean McVay's a stud. Uh um Seattle, Seattle, right? Like it it seems like they shouldn't be good, but they're just really freaking good. Okay. So we got you got um the Cardinals, freaking Chandler Jones, stud. Pat I didn't even know Patrick Peterson was still playing. He's really good too. He's old, but he yeah, he's good. He's still playing. Um defense definitely needs some work. Vance Joseph. Yeah, he might you know, like I know I know like Cliff Kingsbury has ha- has needed like a mentor, especially a guy who was a coach recently, a head coach who struggled recently. He needs kind of that. But I think he needs to move on, right? From Vance Joseph. I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, just because I think that defense is just struggling all the time. I think they struggle a lot. And the offense is like Kyler Murray show, right? Kyler Murray's kinda like a like a knockoff of, of Russell Wilson, just like a younger Russell Wilson. Um not quite as not quite as uh leader like the leadership needs to develop a little bit more, right? So the Cardinals are up and coming team. We got the Rams. Now the Rams are interesting because Jared Goff is like one of these quarterbacks. He's like, I think I got him in the top ten on my quarterback list, but it's a little. He's a little suspect at this point, in my opinion. I think, I think teams. He's like a schemed quarterback. Like Sean McVay is such a good offensive coordinator that he's like made Goff who he is, right? Because I think Goff. Outside, like, what would be a team Goff would be good on? Like, think think about it. I want I want you just to sit here. You can even pause the video or pause the podcast for a minute and just what other team would Goff be good on? Okay, I'm thinking like the Niners probably because of Kyle Shanahan's offensive play calling. I have a strong bias towards Sean McDermott, stud. He'd probably be good on that team because Sean McDermott's just a stud. Like, uh, best coach hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Um, what other team? What other good team would he be on? I mean, you guys can figure it out. I, I, like, Sean McVay made Goff, and the way he runs the offense made him right. And that defense last year or two years ago, we we know how good they were, right? Or was it last year? Was it a Super Bowl? No, no, no. It was two years ago that they had that stacked team. Um. But yeah, Goff is kind of a suspect quarterback to me. I just think he uh he's good, but he's and I have him in the top ten, but I think he's gonna be falling out of the top ten here pretty quick. Then you got Seattle. 
Now Seattle's defense, everybody knows how bad they are. Um, they got those two stud safeties though. They're uh, um, Diggs, Quandre Diggs, and uh, oh, God, Jamal Adams, who uh, Colin Coward says he's a top five NFL football player. Like if you had to rank all the players, he has them in the top five. That's crazy. I don't know if I'd do that because I I don't know how you have. I don't know how you have a non-quarterback in the top five. It's just it's hard for me to like like okay so you got Patrick Mahomes right and Russell Wilson are like tied for number one. I wouldn't even I, I can't even really put one above the other. Patrick Mahomes has a lot to do with Andy Reid and then just like studs all over the field right. Like let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes handed a Bentley when he came into the NFL with great head coach and just studs all over the field. You know, suspect defense for a year. And then Spagnolo came and kind of – dude, Spag, Spagnolo, underrated coordinator. Really, really underrated. Very good. He's the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. But anyway, yeah, Mahomes comes in. Russell Wilson – you want to talk about somebody who's got like his old line? Okay, his old line's improved a lot over the season, and I think it's that old line uh, that that old line coach they got. Um, is it Gable still over there? Tom Tom Cable Tom Cable. If if he's the old line coach over there still, uh, I'd be curious to know if he is or not. And actually, I could just I could just pop that on the on the search bar real quick. Yeah. So so the. Uh, the O line has improved. Receivers, very good, very good. DK Metcalf, Tyler Tyler Lockett. The running back situation is solid. I know. Uh, gosh, dang, that guy got hurt again. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he got hurt again, but the running back situation's always been pretty solid. Their defense, though. And then they got rid of their only good pass rusher in Jadavian Clowney and sent him over to the Titans. They just got the Titans defense better. Man, that was a that was a trade, huh? So, um anyway, Seattle, not really any defense. All Russell Wilson. Still win games. Pete Carroll's very good. I think Pete Carroll's now the number three head coach in the NFL because Andy Reid is number two. Behind Bill Belichick. I always had Pete Carroll number two. Only because Andy Reid hadn't won a Super Bowl. Now that he's won a Super Bowl. It's like. Andy Reid has to be number two. His playoff record. Is 15 and 9. Okay. Let me check that real quick. Let me check it. 15 and 9. Eight conference title appearances. It's insane. It's insane. Pete Carroll's playoff record. 12 and 10, that's still pretty good. I have him at number three on my list, right? Number one, distant number one. It's not even close, right? We can't even argue who number one is. Number four, I got John Harbaugh on my coach's list. 10 and 7 playoff record. That's why I have him at number four. But he also only has one Super Bowl appearance. Pete Carroll has two. Uh, Mike Tomlin is number five. Two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl champ, eight and seven playoff record. That's why I have him there. But also, really, John Harbaugh. Let's be honest, the Baltimore Ravens are really freaking good right now. Um, 
Sean Payton's number six, eight and seven playoff record, same as Mike Tomlin. Just though Mike Tomlin's got the edge on him. Doug Peterson, number seven, beat the GOAT in the Super Bowl. Let's just be honest, that's pretty good. Only active coach currently to do that, to say say that. I had Kyle Shanahan at eight, but you know what? I gotta move. I'm moving Sean McDermott to eight. He's moving he right now I have Sean McDermott at fourteen. He's going up to eight. He deserves to be number eight. And it's because he's taken a organization that has been in shambles and they went to the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor, okay? Then, you know, they missed the playoffs the next year with a really bad uh uh the quarterback they have now, uh Josh Allen. He was not good. Not good when he first started. Now he's really freaking good. Okay. That, that there's something to do. Like that coaching you watch. He'll win a Super Bowl here in the next five years. He'll be a Super Bowl champ in the next five years. Eight's a good spot for him. Um, uh, I had Kyle Shanahan eight. Gosh, dang. I got to Between him and McVay, man, I'm not sure who's number nine. I might tie him at number nine, Shanahan and McVay. And then Mike Vrabel, I got at ten. I think he's he's really good. I really like Vrabel. He's, like, he's probably... My second favorite coach that hadn't won a Super Bowl. And then Mike Zimmer, 11. And <laughs> uh, Bruce Arians' uh, conference title appearance, I have him at 12. So, And after that, you can kind of argue. Matt, Matt LaFleur is probably going to move up the list. Matt LaFleur is probably going to move up the list, though. Um, anyway, we, 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 can, we, we can argue this list another time. Um <clears throat> NFC West, so I talked about NFC East, worst division. NFC West, probably best division in terms of just pure, like, you know, it's going to be super competitive. But, we'll, I mean, it's four weeks in. We'll see week 16, how things are going to work out, especially with COVID and everything going on. Stuff's going to happen, okay? Um, anyway, let's leave you off at that. Uh, this is James Montgomery, and this is Primarily Pro Football Talk.